Hello, everybody. This is Chad, founder of ConformToJesus.com, where the mission and goal is to help Christians share the gospel and strengthen their faith through Bible commentary, devotionals, theology, and poetry for the glory of God. To visit my website, you can visit at ConformToJesus.com. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be going through the modern Bible commentary on Romans chapter 16. We're going to be using the World English Bible Translation, which is freely um, distributed to the world, and uh, just like God's grace is free for us. So let us begin in Romans chapter 16, verses 1 through 2. I commend to you, Phoebe, our sister, who is a servant of the assembly that is at Sincrea, that you receive her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints, and that you assist her in whatever matter she may need from you. For she herself also has been a helper of many and of my own self. In the last chapter, the Apostle Paul exhorts believers to, in Rome, to take care of Phoebe, who is a sister and servant of Christ. Paul encourages his readers to receive her in the Lord in a way that is worthy of the saints, and that they assist her in whatever matter she may need. And this is an incredible description of how the Apostle Paul treated women. He was far from being a chauvinist like some theologians might assert. Rather, Paul, he was gracious, kind, and sympathetic towards all people, both to the Jews and the Gentiles, as well as males and females. And Paul backs up his statement with all are in Christ as equals just by the tone of this epistle written to the church at Rome. Let us read now Romans chapter 16 verses 3 through 16. Greet Prissa and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ, who risked their own necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but also all the assemblies of the Gentiles. Greet the assembly that is in their house. Greet Aponatris, my beloved, who is the first fruits of Achaia to Christ. Greet Mary, who labored much for us. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my relatives and my fellow prisoners, who are notable among the apostles, who were also in Christ before me. Greet Amplius, my beloved in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and Stachys, my beloved. <clears throat> Greet Apelles, the approved in Christ. Greet those who are of the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my kinsman. Greet them of the household of Narcissus who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphania and Tryphosa who labor in the Lord. Greet Persis, the beloved, who labored much in the Lord. Greet Rufus, the chosen in the Lord, and his mother and mine. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermes, and the brothers who were with them. Greet Philogus and Julia, Nereus and his sister, and Olympus, and all the saints who were with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. The assemblies of Christ greet you. So Paul here is giving accolades and praises to those who are fellow workers in Christ. He calls each of them by name and tells believers in Rome to embrace and greet them with love and respect. The end of this letter, where Paul is making sure to uplift all the people in Christian ministry, is a sure sign of his apostleship. And Paul demonstrates his great leadership, not always, not always, by his theological treatises, but how he treats people in the letter. And I think this last chapter is a significant piece for understanding the personality of Paul more than just his theological convictions. 
He's, he continues on in Romans chapter 16, verses 17 through 20. Now I beg you, brothers, look out for those who are causing the divisions and occasions of stumbling, contrary to the doctrine which you learned, and turn away from them. For those who are such do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by their smooth and flattering speech they deceive the hearts of the innocent. For your obedience has become known to all, and I rejoice therefore over you. But I desire to have you wise in that which is good, but innocent in that which is evil. And the God of peace will quickly crush Satan under your feet. In Paul's final words, he warns believers to watch out for individuals that try to cause division. The apostle is concerned with the unity of the faith, and he desires that all who are in Christ emulate the spirit of peace. In Romans 12:18, he says, If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Consequently, Paul warns them about those who are trying to cause division so that they will not fall prey to this temptation. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. He says, Timothy, my fellow worker, greets you, as do Lucius, Jason, and Sosipater, my relatives, I, Tertius, who write the letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, my host and host of the whole assembly, greet you. Erastus, the treasurer of the city, greets you, as does Cortus, the brother. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. See, Tertius was a scribe who would write for the apostle Paul. Paul would communicate with him in order to transcribe his thoughts into writing. Moreover, Timothy was Paul's partner in the gospel ministry. He was from Asia Minor, born of a Jewish mother who became a Christian believer. The apostle Paul met Timothy during his second missionary journey, and then Timothy became Paul's companion along with Silas. And so the Apostle Paul ends his letters with, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. And this statement truly reflects the whole mission and goal of the Christian life, to share Christ with the whole world. As believers, it should be our goal, just like Paul, to spread God's love and grace to a world in dire need of him. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Have a wonderful day.